I can't remember a time in my life where someone hasn't hated me. From a young child, I was labelled too loud, too wild, too much. Somehow, despite it all, it has never fazed me. Don't get me wrong, of course at times my ego has a pity party, but it's always been short-lived and the judgement of others has only fueled me to be even louder. I've survived childhood abuse, eating disorders, heartache, homelessness, substance abuse and everything in between. Join me as I dive into it all and hopefully my rambles can encourage you to be your most outspoken self. Let's get controversial together. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Outspoken with the Controversial Queen. It's been about 48 years since my last episode and I apologise. I keep meaning to jump on and just do a quick one. So this one's going to be super quick. I'm just going to blurt out what I can um, just to try and get back in the flow of doing these things um, on a Tuesday. Um, But yeah, uh, so my absence, I think life just took over, had a bit going on. Then we did um, the rankings in TikTok. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, you, if you're on TikTok, you may have seen that there's different battles that you can do. If, if not, it's just a, you know, a way to connect. You join with random people and, and all your friends, whatever you prefer. Um, and then you battle and, and your following and their following can tap the screen as well as send gifts, which, you know, someone will win the battle anyway. So the rankings are, you know, the top, um, people that have been gifted the highest amount that week. It's pretty chaotic. Um, it's something I've never really been interested in. I didn't like the dynamics because some of the people that are in it um, really, like they don't put content out on TikTok. They've got no videos on there. They literally stare at their screen and um, start screaming at people to gift them and it's just so awkward and it seems to be the same people winning it over and over. So it was never for me. But um, I had, a friend of mine was going for rankings and um we were doing some battles so that he could just get some, um, a win streak under him. And then, you know, obviously some more coins and whatever. So we were doing these battles and having a chat with each other and accidentally, like my team had, um, gotten behind me and and gifted as well. And accidentally I ended up getting on one of the leaderboards. So there's the weekly rankings and the rising stars. I ended up getting on the rising stars and I've been on there once before. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm jumping offline before anyone sees my name on it. And so anyway, I like I had a laugh and I was like, oh, my God, because we got to like, I think it was 40 something or I don't know what it was, but it was pretty high up there. And um, the next day there were videos um, of these people um, bad mouthing me, slagging me off and saying, you know, oh, I don't care where I get as long as I get in front of Sarah Mills. Like, why is she on there? She shouldn't even be on there. Just really running me down. I, I didn't even know these um, people. I wouldn't even call them content creators. Like they're literally no ones. And um, I was quite thrown and shocked because I, I, like, what's the big deal? Like it's fucking rankings. It's a TikTok thing. It's, it's shit. And so me being me, petty, I was like, okay, well, challenge accepted. I'm going to now go for it and I don't care what I come as long as I come in front of you. And we started to get in front of that person and then I was like, okay, well, I spoke with my team, my supporters on TikTok and sort of said, oh, well, let's try and go for for top 10. You know, while we're doing it, we may as well. Let's have fun with it, right? And um, anyway, then uh, one of these other content creators on there, um, I was having a battle with, um, you know, one of my friends on there and this other content creator come in and gifted him so he would win the battle. And the, this person has been in the, the the rising stars and the weeklies before. I don't know if they try to get high up there, but they just, you know, they get big gifters, so they, their name ends up on there. 
And um, anyway, so I just sort of had a joke with it then. And I was like, right, I see how it is because I've, you know, supported them before and they've supported me as well. Like it's not, there's no bad blood. Um, but just having a joke, right? Okay, you picked him to help him win that battle. Well, I want to beat you now. So this person was in, I think they were in fifth spot or something. Anyway, so I, I yeah, I was like, okay, well, I want to, I want to get in front of them. So we got in front of them, and yeah, we went for top five, and we ended up getting fifth on the Rising Stars, which was good. And then I took a week off, and I was going to do the podcast then, but I was just busy, just busy with the kids catching up and going having fun. Um, and then this week we just thought we'd try it out and go for weeklies and see how that went and, um, thought maybe we could do top 20, but weeklies is a whole nother ball game. Like they've got huge gifters. It's just crazy. So, um, yeah, I said, okay, well, if we can get top 50 for the first time we do weeklies, that would be really cool. And we ended up getting 48, which was amazing. Um, so it's been a cool experience. So yeah, in that first week, um, that I was able to, so most of you that follow along or some that listen maybe don't, but Munro had wanted to go to the Luzo concert. I had told her, um, okay, you want to go, you come up with the money because it's not something that I want to do. I don't like traveling to Sydney. I don't like going to big crowds and I don't usually go to concerts and stuff. It's just not really my thing. Um, I just get too anxious. Like my anxiety is too high for that. And, um, so I made a joke. I was like, oh, you want to go, you know, you do it. And so she honestly took that on and went, all right, challenge accepted and wrote down a little list on how she can make money with her lemonade stand and selling her pictures and things like that. And then got on my TikTok and let everyone know. Um, and everyone loved it. And so people either gifted her money, um, or ordered her drawings. She's still catching up on her digital drawings. She has drawn her little butt off the amount of orders we come in, which was so good. And I'm so proud of her for doing that. So anyway, she came up with the money. She ended up getting enough money to go to Lizzo and pay for the flights and the motel. Um, and, uh, we had $80 extra cause her goal was 1500. So we had $80 extra. And I said, um, what do you want to do with that? And she said, I, oh, well, I'd like to keep trying to get a little bit more money and buy someone else a ticket to go to Lizzo. I'd like to pay it forward. I said, okay, great. That was amazing. So she was still plodding along with that. And then anyway, I was doing the rankings and um, we had money come in from that. So there was about 800 and something sitting there one night. And I said, oh, I just thought to myself, okay, well, I'll buy two tickets for her to give away to Lizzo and I'll buy two tickets for me to give away to Lizzo. And, you know, that can be encouragement for, you know, our battle that week and whatever. So that was really good that we could do that. Um, Munro had a lot of fun with that. She made up her dance, like choreographed a dance to a Lizzo song and um, people entered that. This beautiful little girl was the winner. It was so sweet and poor Munro felt so bad. She wished she could give everyone a ticket. Um, so that was really cute. My winner was, um, you know, someone that come in and gifted and not only gifted but tapped the shit out of the screen and um, helped push us up. So... Um, I'm glad it went to somebody deserving. It actually took us three times. The first time we drew it, the first person, they were in a state, different state. They couldn't go. Um, they said, redraw it. And then I did it again for this a beautiful mama, but she's still breastfeeding and stuff. And she said, no, draw it again. And then third time lucky, we got our winner. So um, yeah, Maz will be going along. That'll be nice. And then I bought my cousin a straightener. Um, as a present I wanted to do that for her because she left her straightener here when she was staying 
And I posted it to her and it seemed to vanish in the mail, right? So I was like, go and buy yourself a straightener. You never treat yourself. I've got this money coming, you know, I wouldn't have had it anyway. Like, go and do something nice for yourself. She felt so bad, you know, as we all do when someone tries to give us something. Um, So I insisted she bought it. Anyway, a few days after she bought it, her straightener ended up turning up. Took weeks to get there, turns out right. But wasn't too bad because she's got a teenage daughter. And I said, give her that one and you have the new one. It all works out, right? Um, And then I paid two of my bills, like a phone bill, two phone bills. And with the rest of it, I bought my mum a dog. So if you haven't seen that, we bought my mum a dog. Um, My mum recently lost her dog and was quite devastated um, and Munro, all, all my kids were devastated, but especially Munro, she took it really, really hard because she is just such an emotional, beautiful little girl. Um, and we just, we happened to go to the pet store one day. We, Munro had a friend with her and we thought we'd just go in and look and see what cats they've got, you know, depress ourselves. Cause we're not allowed a cat still. And we went there and we're looking at the cats and I was like, Oh my God. I said to Munro, I was like, what if we just get one for mum and be like, oh, you know, this is to make you feel better. Because <laughs> my mum was so – I've never seen my mum so sad. Like my mum suffers with depression anyway um, and, you know, I've made it no secret. We have a very fractured relationship and it's, you know, been really chaotic and sometimes I get really angry at her depression, like just get your shit together. I wish I could just have a fucking happy mother but whatever. Anyway – when her dog died, she just slipped even more into depression and it was really weighing on my mind because um, I didn't like the thought of her going home and being alone all the time and lonely and, you know, Munro was thinking about that frequently too and would talk about it, which would bring it back in my head and it just made me feel sad because, um, you know, when my dad passed away, I hated that he was alone. It's probably going to make me cry. I don't know. Like, I'm okay, but obviously it needs to come out, right? Um, I really hate that he was alone when he died and I just, I don't know, life is really like short and fucking lonely and it's really hard for so many people right now. And anyway, I just, that's been really getting heavy on me that mum's alone, even though we have this fractured relationship, like she's still my mum, right? So anyway, we went around the corner after looking at these cats. I said, well, let's go just go look at the rest of the pet shop and we'll, we'll think about whether we just chuck a cat on my mum who my mum doesn't really like cats anyway. We were just being dumb. And we get around the corner and there's these beautiful golden retrievers and they were just the sweetest little things. And this one is just sitting there, looks up at us and he was just so gorgeous. And Mana and I just both locked at each other, like locked eyes on each other. And she's like, we need that for Nen. And I was thinking the exact same thing. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know, though. Like, is it too soon? Um, you know, it hasn't been too long since she's lost her dog. It's so expensive. Like, that's all the money that I got from my rankings. And, uh, you know, in my head I had sort of thought, okay, maybe I can use that to get my car fixed and stuff because it's really on its fucking last legs. Like, I don't know, it needs so much work to it. And there's so many other bills, like, we're behind in. Like, everyone thinks we are so rich and live this lavish life, but, like, I'm so behind in so many bills and I'm constantly, you know, doing one thing to pay one thing and, you know, I just try to just trust the process, you know, and maybe I shouldn't get a coffee as frequently as I do or, you know, go and get lashes done or whatever, but I I stopped getting my lashes done and my nails done and my hair done for a very long time and I was very, very depressed and I'm not going to not make myself feel better anymore, right? So, um, 
anyway, so we're, we're still like, we're getting by, but I'm just trusting the process. Things will work out. So anyway, and I was like, well, you know, that's all that fucking money gone. But then I just thought, well, you know what? Like, fuck, I didn't have it to start with. Do you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Fucking YOLO, really, right? Money, it's energy. It'll come back. So anyway, I was, I, I was arguing back and forth with myself and I messaged my sister and she's like, you're an idiot. It's too soon. She's not ready for a dog, blah, blah, blah. But I just couldn't shake the feeling like this dog was meant for my mum. Like this, he was just so, like he's just a ball of love. And I felt, I just felt such a strong connection that this was meant to be. So anyway, I spoke with um, one of my friends and she was like, you know, fucking go for it. If you think, like she says, I reckon your mum will love him. Like she felt the same and, um, you know, reminded me that like, you know, when is an appropriate time? We say, oh, you know, it's too soon. Well, when's the right time? There is no right time after death. There is no right time because you're always going to miss that personal animal. You always like, there is no fucking right time. Life's short. She could die tomorrow. I could die tomorrow. Anything could happen. Like there is no fucking perfect time for anything in this world. Right. So anyway, I, um, I just thought, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Cause she had also said, my friend had said like, that's my dream dog. You know, if you don't, if she really hates it, like I'll have him. So I thought, you know what, fuck it, we're getting it. And honestly, it was the best decision I've ever made. So we went to Kmart after that and we grabbed him, you know, some bits and pieces, little jumper and puppy mats and uh, like pee mats and stuff and a bed, um, made sure we got him the right food. And yeah, we went round to her house and surprised him with it. And if you haven't seen the video, you'll have to go and watch it on my socials because um, it was just beautiful. Like I could never have anticipated that reaction ever. Um, you know, when I, my mum can often be, I don't know whether it's ungrateful or she just feels awkward if she gets something, but you know, there's a, there's a running joke that I have with my sister that often, you know, we give her something and she's just like, thanks. Or oh, you shouldn't have to do, why'd you waste your money on that? You know, and makes you feel like she like, well, fuck you. Why do I even bother? So anyway, I was kind of thinking in my head, oh, she, you know, she might, she's either going to be like, oh, I didn't want a dog yet, or she might be like, um, you know, oh, bloody hell, Sarah, how much did this cost? Like, why don't you spend that? Like, I kind of was, you know, the kids and I were talking about it. We're like, what's she going to be like? Anyway, um, we come in and the kids, like we brought in one of the teddies that they, toys that they brought to, for the dog to have. And they pretended, oh, we got you this that you can cuddle. We know you might be lonely. And she's like, oh, thanks, darling. Yeah, I'll cuddle it. And then I said, oh, and then I think I thought you could cuddle this. Like I walked in behind them with the dog and it took her a moment. Like you can see her like, what? Like thinking what? And, I, and she just instantly just melted into this dog and this dog melted into her. And um, she was just like crying and in shock. And it, she she was like, it's like she'd become a little kid. Like it's a version of my mum that I've never seen before. And oh, I'm going to cry again. Um, it's... Um, like it's just, it was just nice to see that that side of her and that um, have that moment because we have such a shitty relationship. We don't have a lot of good moments. There's not a good, lot of good moments I can reflect back on and I know that is going to kill me when she eventually passes away because I know how much trauma I carry just with my dad and I had, you know, more good memories with him because we got on a bit better. Um, yeah, so anyway, so it was nice to see, nice to, um, have that moment with her and 
see her be that vulnerable and happy. Like you could see her heart heal in that moment. And she like sort of flowed in that moment between a little girl that was so excited. But then it was like, she liked the way she held the dog is as if it was her like newborn baby. And, you know, a mum that's just given birth the way they'd look up, like, look at my, you know, look at my baby. Oh my God. And she's just like, oh my God, like you're real. Like this is crazy. And she just loved him. Like it was love at first sight and she's so happy with him. She loves him so much and I'm so happy and it's just been so healing for our entire family. Um, you know, the kids are so happy and they're healing through the loss of, you know, Bonnie and they're so devastated that we can't have a pet here. So that's been really helpful for them and we get to pour so much love into this dog. Like obviously they could love on my mum's old dog, Bonnie, but I don't know, it just wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. They didn't have that sort of connection. And, um, yeah, it's it's been nice to see. And we've been um, pup sitting. So when mum goes to work, we've been pup sitting him. And so he's not on his own because he's obviously still quite young. Um, and he starts puppy preschool. I've booked him in the puppy preschool for her because he is young. And, you know, I don't want to put that pressure on him, on her financially. Um with his training and I don't want him to, you know, fall behind and be this dog that, you know, is out of control. So um, he, I've booked him in a puppy preschool and she'll take him to that in a couple of weeks. So I'm really looking forward to see, you know, how that progresses. And um, I would like to, I spoke with the uh, person that does the puppy preschool because they do more training after that. There's other classes. So I'll probably still keep trying to do a flow of that but also get some one-on-one as Clancy gets a little bit bigger. That's what my mum called the dog Clancy. Um, so, um, sorry, I got sidetracked. I got a notification. Um, my airhead brain, I'm like a goldfish. Yeah, so I'd like to get lessons when he gets a bit bigger to, to sort of do things like maybe learn to fetch her slippers and, you know, get a drink out of the fridge and stuff because, you know, he'll be able to, he'll be, able to be there for her. When she gets older. Why the fuck am I going to cry so much? Oh, my God. I'm having a mental breakdown. Um, <laughs> I only got my lashes back on yesterday. I really don't want to fucking cry. I'm going to ruin them. Fuck's sake. Um, yeah. So it's been nice. And I feel like, I don't know, since, like we still don't really talk. But since she's got him, like we've just been able to be in each other's presence in a nicer, like in a nicer way. Oh, so hopefully. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I don't even know if I can fucking pause this recording and reconnect. So I'm just, you just have to fucking put up with it, okay? Because I don't want to fucking risk losing it and then not yeah, whatever. Anyway, we're just rolling through, okay? I want to get this episode out. Oh, anyway, I don't fucking know. I think it's gonna be helpful. Maybe I don't fucking know. Now I'm gonna cry again. If you haven't watched my recent videos, Munro and I watched the Lewis Capaldi video. What the fuck is wrong with me? I'm so sorry, guys. Fucking hell! If you've just listened to this, if this is the first episode you've listened to, I promise it's not always this mental. Um, but we recently watched the Lewis Capaldi video like we did a reaction to it because everyone was like oh it's so sad and I was like oh fuck, it's a film clip like fuck off it's that sad and anyway so Munro and I watched it we did it before and then after we just lost it we were a fucking mess the whole day 
because it's an old man and a dog. <laughs> oh, and it just obviously, like, I don't like seeing old men anyway because it reminds me of my dad and then I'm sad. I hate everyone that has a dad and I don't anymore. Um, fuck, my eyelashes are going to be wrecked. But then, like, yeah, an old man and a dog, so it reminded us that that's going to be Nan and Clancy. And I hope that it's, I'm so sorry, Clancy, but I hope it's Clancy that dies before my mum. Anyway, it was fucking sad, okay? And I'm just sad and it's a sore point with dogs and I don't know, we need to shift off this conversation now. So we're just going to fucking move right along and pretend that never fucking happened. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of shit that I'm still working through, okay? And I'm trying my best. <sighs> so anyway, how are you all going? Um... Oh, what was the other thing I was going to Oh, with the battles. Right, cool. Yeah, podcast. So I don't even have a tissue, so you've got to listen to me just snotting along. You're welcome. Um, I ended up during these battles connected with some really cool people, so I have to shoot them a message this week. I meant to do it last week um, and book in some times to have them on my podcast. So I'm really excited because I'm not going to like I, – I, I think I've said it on my podcast. Well, I've said it somewhere. Um Obviously, I don't want to have like a weekly guest. I don't want it to be a thing every single week, but I still want to be able to bring some incredible content from other people because everybody has a story and it's really cool to hear. And, you know, these people have made something from themselves. You know, they have recovered from addiction and turned their lives around and, you know, now try and help other people. And I just think that's really beautiful because. You know, I think so like you I just want people to know that like your past doesn't have to define you and even if you fucked up before, like it doesn't have to control your future. Why is this gonna make me cry now? Wow, this is a weird episode. Um yeah, I think well, I think it's just I think part of the bullying that I'm still copying is just there in the back of my head. Like it's just it's really shitty when people condemn you to this little box that, uh, you know, you've been like that. So that's how you are forever. But yeah, these people are really awesome people and they've turned their lives around and, it, you know, it's never too late to turn your life around and um, make better choices and to become a, a better version of yourself. And um, yeah, yeah. So that'll be, I'm looking forward to chatting with them. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, oh, I've been doing my RTT. So I have my next session of that and um, this time I've actually got a message, Casey, because it's funny, it's interesting, right? So we went through this session and she said there might be some regression stuff that we need to tap into and look into and um, I was like, okay, cool. And she said it doesn't always come up though in this session. So this session was about um, driving down a highway, right? We had to like visualize and imagine driving down an old highway, which is where I was currently at right now you know, old highway, stagnant energy, what does it look like, you know, and for me it was like dry and, you know, busy and chaotic but still like country and dead and like low vibrational shit, right? And then to the right was this new highway that I was going to be driving on and I had to visualise what that looked like and I had to visualise driving onto that new highway. Now it's funny because when I was visualising the old highway, like the, my old highway, I kept going back to our old house that we lived at before we become homeless. And I kept going back to that. Um, and I want to bring that up with Casey because it's still really strong in my mind. So I think we're going to have to go back and reflect on that one. Um, but anyway, we I could drive onto the highway and 
to the highway on the right, I had to visualize this new highway. And for me, it looked like, you know, it was like purple, pinky sky, like it was dusk. And we were in my new car with the kids and we were all happy. And oddly, instead of having a cat in the car, we had a piglet, like weird, right? Anyway, and, um, you know, it was beautiful. Like the highway was green and full of flowers and lots of space and it felt fresh and magic and um, clean. And we went to this beautiful home that I clearly owned and I, I could visualize myself as like boss lady energy, like had a lot going on on social media and, you know, really high vibrational stuff. And now she said, you know, like look behind you in your rear vision mirror, like can you see that old highway? And I couldn't. And she said, usually if you can see that old highway, old highway, that's where you've got a regression and you need to go back. And in my visualization, I couldn't see that. However, since doing the meditations again, because you keep doing meditation, she gives you a recording, you keep doing those medica- med- meditations morning and night. I still keep really vividly visualizing this old house that we lived at. So I'm going to chat with Casey because I think we're going to have to do another little quick session about regression and work out what that issue is holding me there. Um, so, yeah, and I, I, I don't know what it might be, whether, you know, we were there for seven years, so it's a big change. Um, I, that was the last, I put so much hard work and effort into, you know, installing that therapy spa for Munro. You know, that was meant to be our home until we were had the money and funds to, to take that bath with us, right? That was meant to be ours. That was the plan. It's the only reason why we fucking did that to that home, renovated it, that home for the owners. Um, anyway, and it's the last place that I saw my dad alive. And he, he was in the doorway um, the day that he passed away. He called in give my kids these animal cards from Woolies and um I think I don't know maybe I'm still very much attached to that and because I used to like I used to stand in the doorway if I was missing my dad I would stand in that doorway or I would sit in that doorway and I don't I feel like I've lost that connection so anyway there's obviously something there holding me back right before I can truly move forward into this next chapter so I'll reach out to Casey and I'll give that one a crack and see um, how that goes. Hopefully we can shift through that and I can sort of like, I don't know whether, oh God, here we go again. (laughs) I don't know whether I want to like let it go because then, you know, letting it go is letting go of the last place that I saw my dad alive and I don't know. It feels, it feels weird. Anyway, it's going to be an interesting fucking journey, right? Um, but yeah, what else has been going on? Just trying to get back into the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Um, you know, we did the rankings again last week. So now this week I'll, I'll sort of tap out and have a bit of a break from that. Um, I am going to probably do them next week. So I've got a big battle uh, one of the uh, creators that I ended up matching with um his team pushed really hard and my team pushed really hard so it made for a really like on the edge of your seat battle a really funny battle right so anyway we did three and he won uh he won one and I won two um and he was very very salty about that so he won the first one then we won the next two right he was very salty 
And in a good way, though, he was a very good sport. I'm not, no, not saying like salty, like what a asshole. He was, he was like, him and his team obviously expected that win, right? So they were like, okay, all right, this is it. Game on, we need another one. So, um, yeah, we've organised that for Monday night and this will be the decider. This will be like one and done. This will be winner takes all. Whoever wins this one is the winner of the battles out of us. So so it's going to be a big one. So um, the weekly rankings reset on Mondays. So we're going to do that Monday 6pm. Um, and if it ends up being a big enough battle, it, it's potentially going to place me very well in the weekly rankings. So I thought, oh, well, you know what, if we do that, We'll just ride that out that week out. We'll do the um, we'll do the rankings then, um, and then today today I went out. So I had um, a support worker come in, and she was with the boys. Um, so Monroe come along with me, and I went and got a facial. It's called a neo lifting um, and sculpting facial, and so it's not like just a normal. Um, relaxing one um it is relaxing it's it goes for two hours so there's lots of um lots of pieces to it but I'm going to read out what the description of this facial says because it's pretty fucking incredible so it says experience deep restoration of your skin mind and soul with a natural facelift more than a face facial neo lifting enhances your body's own functions from natural for natural rejuvenation with a combination of massage styles that release emotional stagnation. Oh, my God. Okay, there you go. Now we know why I'm fucking crying today. Um, naturally sculpt, lift, and restore balance to your muscles, bones, and facial posture. A powerful combination of guided breathwork, lymphatic activation, deep tissue lifting, and sculpting techniques, and buckle intraoral massage. Deep, really relax your facial muscles, muscles to relieve headaches and jaw pain. Increase flow of nutrients to your skin. Stimulate collagen and release muscle tension that can contribute to creating expression lines and wrinkles. Elevated with a brightening enzyme treatment, collagen boosting, LED, dreamy scalp massage and reflexology inspired foot massage to finish. So that is what I got. That It was incredible, incredible. So weird though. And obviously I'm so fucking tight in my jaw um, and around my sinus because man, did that fucking hurt when she did that. Um, but still like the good pain, like, you know, you get a deep solid massage. So, yeah, it was really relaxing to start with and then she'd do all that heavy, you know, really strenuous stuff on your face, but then it would go back to being super, super relaxing at the end. She did fin- finishes it off really relaxing. Um, and I come out of there, my skin feels so good. I'm literally glowing and even my lips look bigger. It looks like I've had lip filler. Like there's definition there again. So I'm going to try and get back there um, in a couple of weeks. She said it's really good to... Um, try and do a few close together when you've got that much tightness in there. So I had like a lot of tightness going on and a lot of stuff going on with my sinus. My sinuses are still, still playing up, still full of infection. So I love that. I really love that I've had two surgeries and it's still absolutely killing me. Fun times. Um, but yeah, so if you check that out, um, send me a message if you, uh, want to know where I went and got it done. Um, definitely worth looking into. It was a beautiful experience. So um, I think I might try and get some vouchers to give as presents to people in future. I can think of a few people that would really benefit from that. But yeah, um, but I think that's really it. That's all. I think that's really caught up to where we're at. Um, 
I've really got to try and get back into filming some more content. I really want to try and get back into doing daily vlogs and stuff. Um, we've been really slack with that. And there's so many, so much other content I've got to catch up with. But, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying over here. I'm a one-man band and it's overwhelming sometimes. But, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to jump off and try and catch up on a few other things. My mum took the kids to swimming lessons today for me, which was good. And she's going to drop them off at dancing. So, I will meet them at dancing and then we'll come back and do it all over again tomorrow. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm sure there's more. There was other things I want to say. One day I'll actually write down fucking notes and I'll have them there. But until then, we're just fucking winging it. If this was the first episode you listened to, I'm really sorry that I was an emotional basket case. Um, I am a bit of a head case, but I'm not always so emotional on here. That was really weird. Anyway, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. And no, actually we're not because it's okay to have human emotions and a purge. Okay. So we're going to acknowledge that and it's okay to have a cry. And if you need to go and cry, watch fucking Lewis Capaldi's video. If you don't want to cry, don't ever watch that because it's fucking traumatizing. But yeah, stay tuned. I will hopefully, um, have some really cool guests coming up soon. Um, next week. I don't know. It'll see if it aligns in with our schedules. I'll do one of the guests next week. Otherwise, it'll just be me rambling again. Um, Until then, stay outspoken and I'll talk to you all very soon. Thank you all for listening to my podcast. Make sure you are following all of my socials. We've got Instagram with Sarah Mills underscore amongst the stars. TikTok is Sarah Mills underscore ATS1 for now. Who knows until we get that one banned. YouTube is probably Sarah Mills amongst the stars as well. I don't know. Find a link tree. They'll all be in there. Thanks, guys.